Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum LA Clippers. It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Welcome to the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew, I am your host I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval, what's up guys? So, first things first I want to say Jesse is a trooper He's extremely tired. He this was his birthday weekend, and I don't think he went hard for his birthday, but he did have to go to work. And I know it's been really tough for him. So how are you feeling? Dude, I feel awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Uh, my my work is like still stuck in the 1950s, you know, where people work weekends and you get called in at 12 a.m. Yeah. To figure out what's going on. But uh yeah, it was eventful, got done, and uh, now I'm home. Uh, I'm pretty sure I developed lung cancer from being inside that dome <laughs> with all that dust. Uh, so, so, so I was going to bring this up. So I kind of I kind of uh, prepped you with this in our uh, pre-podcast uh, meeting, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when I think of your work, because you, you sometimes put like a picture on Instagram or you sometimes like will tell it, you, you kind of explain it. But like, I'm not an engineer. I studied history when I went to college. I have no idea what you do. Me and you were once in a class together called like ethics and engineering. And I, and I had to do it. <laughs> and I don't know how I ended up in that class, but that's where we met. So I have no idea what people do in engineering, but what I picture what you do all day is have I don't, you said, you've seen the movie Armageddon, but you said it's been <laughs> a long time. So I picture at the very beginning of the movie, when Ben Affleck is on the oil rig, and he's just he's just dicking around and then like all of a sudden there's this oil thing going on and just covered in oil and dirt and stuff like that i just feel like that's what your everyday job is and that's why people <laughs> that's why your job calls you at like midnight like hey you know there's a ben affleck thing going on <laughs> and we we really need you jesse and so i feel like that's what's going on and then eventually you're going to save the planet from a uh, from an asteroid but i i i is is that really how your work situation is? Or? That's that's pretty spot on, dude. That's oh, okay. uh, right. um, I am a part time astronaut or retire. I'm a retiree. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Instead of oil, we like dig up cement. <laughs> oh, okay. We, yeah, right. we look we look inside and we like. like actually, it's pretty funny. One of the jobs I was doing. Uh, my work's like, uh, hey, Jesse, I know it's your uh, birthday week, but uh, hey, yeah, weekend duty, and I want you to go into the dome, the clinker dome, and, like, the clinker dome is, like, the dustiest thing, like, mm. and it's entrapped. It's, like, just, it, it like, you go in there, and it's just dust, and you need a respirator. Oh, it wow. feels like you're in a movie. It's, like, really weird. So, anyway, some guy, like, looks like he's excavating, and he's trying to dig up this hole so we can cover it. It's, like, so dumb. And what's it called? The Thinker Dome? <laughs> what's it called? Clink, clinker Dome. Oh, uh, Clinker Dome. It sounds yeah, like that was going to be the first name of the Clippers Arena before Inter <laughs> took it. It's Clinker Dome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, well, my company is trying to supply a cement for the for the new uh, for the new Clipper Stadium. Uh, you can go gonna... ask him to call it Clip, uh, Clinker Dome. <laughs> <laughs> just just a little short on the naming rights, but you'll settle for the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> all right so <clears throat> there's been some uh 
Clippers uh, preseason basketball. We finally seen some basketball, you know, like it's not the summer league. It's a little bit better, <laughs> but like it's not like totally better. We saw some some clunky basketball this week, but uh, we're going to go game by game. Uh, there's still one more preseason game, which is tomorrow night in Ontario. So we're not going to cover that one. We'll probably cover that one on next week's episode. Uh, so the first game was last week. It was on a Monday. It was against the Denver Nuggets. Um, we is. Do you have any overreactions or any uh, takes from that game, Jesse? Mm, any hot takes? Uh, I am. You know, there's a there's a huge uh, hype over Terrence Man, and you know a lot of expectations that he. <clears throat> Uh, he was going to do really well this season. There's going to, they're going to, the team's going to ask a lot from him. And based on what I'm seeing from Terrence, man, I honestly think he's going to deliver. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, how many points did he have in that fourth quarter to kind of basically win the game for us? I that think was, he, had a, uh, he had a couple mid-range shots that were like Kawhi-esque, you know, where it's just like, you know, ice in your veins. You're out – he's out there doing what he's supposed to do. Because I, I – the way he – like – his facial expressions, I feel like, are different this year. You know what I mean? Something about what happened in that game six against Utah uh, really changed his facial expressions because I used to feel like he used to play with this facial expression. Like, he <laughs> like he's confused? Yeah, like he's like, oh, I don't want to mess up, you know, because, you know, maybe uh, someone, someone's going to sock me in the arm or something when I go to the bench. <laughs> or is that, I don't want to I don't piss off uh, Pat Beverly or something, you know? You know who has that facial expression that you're talking about? Well, like- uh, well, the facial facial expression that he has now mm-hmm. is Brandon Johnson Jr. Like uh, Brandon like, Boston, you mean? Or? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, that's so not tired. the first time you're confused. That. <laughs> Why do I keep on saying who's Brandon Boston? Dude? <laughs> I like. What I say? I'm so I'm so sorry. What if, if we if we could confuse? Did I say Brandon could, Johnson? Yeah, he said Brandon Boston Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if we could, if we could merge all our rookies into one, I think it would be the one of the best basketball players that have ever played the game. But um, <laughs> Man, so Brandon Boston Jr. Yeah, I, I mean that guy has no fear of taking the shot oh, at I agree. all, and I love it. And um, I think he possibly could be the steal of the draft if oh, he plays I, like where oh, he's yeah. playing in the uh, in the preseason. So. I, I'm gonna. I, I hate to do this because, like, I should have paid more attention on Twitter. But someone even put a poll up that I forgot. I, it was probably another podcast or another writer that, like, if you could pick one of the rookies to keep and you had to get rid of the other two, Brad and Boston Jr. I think, at, like, beat the other two. But he had like eighty something percent, and I was like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, yeah, from what I'm seeing from the preseason and from the summer league, I just feel like Brendan Boston is he's more ready than all, than the other two rookies. I, I agree. Yeah. And it seems like he's playing with something to prove. It kind of sucks. Like if I have an overreaction uh, to the first game, at least it was like that Keon Johnson missed the game with an illness. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, oh, because it was weird that. So I'm watching the game. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, all right, I'm looking forward to seeing Keon. I'm looking forward to seeing Keon. I'm like, it's a little odd that Keon hasn't come in the game yet. Mm-hmm. Huh. And then I'm like, is there anything, like, newsworthy? And I feel like I had to go, like, deep, deep, deep into Twitter to find, like, oh, he's sick. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it was non-COVID related. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, I feel like that would have been – I, I should have found that a lot easier. 
<laughs> like, uh, so I was like, all right, you know, he's not going to play. That kind of sucks because I really think it's very important that he gets these reps in because there will probably be a point in the season where he doesn't get a lot of reps in, you know? Yeah. And, and it's like, <clears throat> if you're going to miss preseason games, you might as well just play for Aga Caliente at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that point? <laughs> uh, <laughs> at that point. Um, so my another overreaction I had from the first game, though, but it's obviously died down, is that George King looked great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I even texted you. I was like, uh, who's George King? <laughs> right. And I was like, and then I was like, you don't remember your live Wikipedia read? <laughs> and then I remember, too, uh, Moses Wright did like a 360 uh, move and oh, then dunked, that was, dunked on Bobo. That um, was so beautiful. I and, am not going to lie. And I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, there's not enough room for all these guys. But I was like, if there's a way for the Clippers to retain these people in the organization by like putting them on Aga Caliente or something of that nature, I would really enjoy it. And I would be super into going to those games. Oh yeah. Uh, definitely. If like, if it was, if the starting lineup was something on the lines of uh, Moses Wright and uh, George King, and then maybe some of our rookies getting some playing time. I was, I'm like, I'm super looking forward to this, but I don't know. I know the G League rules and how rosters are constructed is a little weird, so maybe that's not going to be the case. If but, if you can guarantee me that Moses Wright will do a 360 down, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> I'll be there for sure. I, um, so yeah, that's kind of you know, like the Clippers made a very entertaining comeback in the fourth quarter. It was very exciting to watch. I got really into it. And it was just a preseason game because it like. There's, I feel like there's different things for like fans to enjoy. And there's kind of these like, man, these are my clippers. And then there's like, these are my canoes. And when the canoes are the ones making the comebacks and making the plays in the fourth quarter, it's like, it's, it's, a, it's very exciting as a fan to watch. And that's what I kind of saw in the first game. Is um, the, who, who coined the term canoes? Was it LA Clip set? I don't know who did, but I know that they they're the ones who made the sweaters. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna give them credit. <laughs> the the, it, the it, podcast. I'm gonna give it, it is a dope sweater. I'm not gonna I, lie. I I a sweater and it. a t-shirt. Yeah, I have a, they, they're still for sale. So I, I, there's a plug for them. Um. So yeah, and then so like unless you have any more takes on the Denver game, I guess we can move on to Sacramento. It was a good win. Um, it's. I don't think we're overacting. I think we played against a solid team. Um, and yeah, they're playing. Our, they're, they're playing some key players like Austin Rivers, and even I think Aaron Gordon played some third quarter basketball. And Michael Porter Jr. was playing a, a ton of basketball. I, I maybe I'm wrong about the third quarter. Like, like there's a point from like when our starters sat down, and then the fourth quarter where the whole the whole game was just a just a blur. <laughs> but, but but yeah the nuggets were playing a lot of solid pieces and a lot of our guys who are just trying to make roster spots were were keeping up uh so that that was pretty cool yeah i think it was uh it was it was a solid game and it's uh it was a good uh it was a good way for our our players that we are deciding whether or not they deserve the contract um you know what they showcase probably was a good sign of what they can do for this team right in, in the season so and so there's really so there's one spot available and it's going to go to either isaiah hartenstein or harry giles and then there's a two-way spot that i feel like is kind of available because i feel like amir coffee has not played extremely well 
Like, and but the thing is, like, he knows the system. He's been on the team. He's kind of uh, the fifteenth man slash two way roster guy vet. You know, like you could plug him in. He could play about three to four positions on the court. So I I feel like no matter how bad he plays, he's still gonna have a spot. But there was moments where I was like, why don't we just put George King as our two way player and let Amir Coffee find a spot somewhere else in the league? You know, because. I liked what I saw from George King, but yeah, um, I haven't seen much from him in the preseason, and I'm sure what yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amir Coffee hasn't really, uh, hasn't really wowed me to be honest, and I know it's kind of brutal, but I'd, I'd be okay if we moved on from him. Um, I think what I saw from George King in the first game was a, uh, was a uh, pretty good. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, so we can move on to the Kings. And I knew going into that game, since the Kings have been struggling and they have a lot of young pieces and they're trying to make something work, I felt like basically you need to get as many reps in, reps in as you can if you're the Kings, like with everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not it's like it's not it's not like you're a star team where you're like, hey, let's sit Paul George and sit all these players. So I kind of felt like we were going to have like we were going to go against a legit NBA team that mm-hmm. that for most of that game. And we were not we were going to kind of half ass, you know, with substitutions, get some players some playing time. And Brandon Boston Jr. played really well again, you know, and so Keon got some is um, I guess we could bring up right now that Jason Preston's going to miss some time. Uh and I don't know what the headline was from, but Locked On Clippers posted this thing uh, where it's like the, our backcourt is decimated or something like that because Jason <laughs> Preston's hurt. And like, no, no knock on Jason Preston, but it was like the guy is still developing. And technically speaking, like, okay, starting point guard, 1A is Reggie Jackson, 1B is Eric Bledsoe. Uh, and then it probably goes Luke Kennard. Just just as Winslow, I don't know, you know, and technically Paul George is a ball handler. I was like, <laughs> like Jason Preston was probably had the hardest depth chart to climb out of all of our rookies and young players. <laughs> like, oh, that was my dog making a cameo. <laughs> um, but uh, talking about uh, speaking on uh, speaking of uh, playmaking, how do you feel about Eric Bledsoe's showcase showcase so far? Oh, I think I think he's great. And I think like me and you were very high on him. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people are like, oh, well, can him and Zoo be on the court at the same time? Well, it's looking like they can, you know, like Eric Bledsoe is very good at making a defense bite and then finding Zoo on on the back door or something like that. Uh, I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing so far. I I do too. Uh, I I think. I think it. I know it's sad to say, but I think it's a huge improve. I think it's a big improvement from over Pat uh, over Pat Bev, based yeah. on what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, we were chatting about that earlier this week, and I I was I kind of mentioned I was like, like this is so much better. It just the pace is so much better, and he's a ten times better playmaker, and he's still solid enough on defense. Where I was kind of like, you know what? Like, I hear Lisa getting pissed. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, there's these people that like randomly. She's a pet bad fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's people that come down the hallway every day and just say "fuck the Clippers," and I'm like, hey, you know. And she gets really upset. I'm like, hey, I'm doing a podcast right now, though, you know. And she's like, oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> um, 
So, yeah, like it's a huge upgrade, and like, yeah, it's sad to see Pat Bev go, but like, we told, like, we totally won this trade so far, and I know it's just the preseason, but I just the way that the team's the, the ball movement's been, I I'm loving it. I I really want to see the Lakers and Clippers play with this kind of lineup. I I'm pretty interested in seeing how this goes. Speaking of just general NBA preseason. There was a first quarter, I think, where Russell Westbrook uh, and someone could uh, tell me if my stats are wrong. He got like seven turnovers <laughs> in, in one quarter. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's a, you guys know that's what you're getting. It's like, that's not that's not just preseason basketball, right? You guys know that's. <laughs> and uh, Westbrook said, uh, if you do that, when they asked him if he would be a clipper, it was like the dumbest question. Like, why would you even ask that? Like, right. So, I was like, so wow. let's, let's break this down. So the GM of the Washington Wizards was was doing an interview or something like that. And he was like, and he's like, Russell, would you like a trade? And he's like, yeah, I'd like to go to the Lakers. And then I guess he said, what about the Clippers? And then I guess he said, hell no. Right. Which is a year or, or it's two years after the fact where he tried to tell Kawhi that he wanted to be on the Clippers, but then the Kawhi is like, I'd rather have Paul George. Cause you know, you, you shoot sometimes below 30% from the three point line. <laughs> <laughs> That's the text message that Kawhi said. <laughs> He's like, Hey, thanks. Tom. I'd rather have Paul George. Cause you shoot less than 30%. <laughs> um, but, but there's also apparently like, uh, there's also like uh, rumors for, floating around that the Clippers said they were not interested at all for Westbrook. Oh, and, and like, he, don't get me wrong. Like if you're going to make <laughs> Lucy, this is not the podcast. If you're, if you're going to make a power ranking of NBA players. Yeah. Russell Westbrook is, is up there, you know, like he's not, he used to probably be like a top 10, 15 player in the league. And now he's probably a top, 30 to 45 player in the league you know but he's still up there in terms of like you if if your team needs someone who could I guess lead them but the thing is like what made it questionable for the Lakers is that they needed more of like a Buddy Hill type and there was rumors uh-huh. that they were going to get a Buddy Hill type <laughs> and yeah. actually not just a Buddy Hill type a Buddy Buddy Hill himself oh. <laughs> <laughs> and what ended up happening is they they ended up getting Russell Westbrook and it was like, yeah, like why'd you blow up your whole roster so you could build from scratch with a bunch of old guys and bring in Russell Westbrook? Like it just seemed like a like a very desperate move when it shouldn't even be that desperate of a move because you you won a championship two years ago and then you had an off year because your star players got hurt. <laughs> it wasn't yeah. the other guys. The other guys handled themselves defensively and try their damnest to keep the team relevant and keep them within the play-in tournament and get them a a good enough seed where they had they didn't have to play in from a late from like the nine and ten spot and was the lakers we're just gonna blow it up and bring in some guy who's gonna be a lot more frustrating to work with in the playoffs (laughs) like (laughs) to to me it's and i and this isn't this isn't the the uh LA Lakes Forum podcast. So uh, we're probably in, but the thing is, I'm, br- I'm bringing it up because, like, uh, if you're on Clippers Twitter, you're also seeing a lot of like Laker people saying, like, 
oh yeah russell you know what he doesn't want to play for you guys ha 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 and every clipper fan is like thank god you know (laughs) (laughs) i i will say this uh i understand like uh I, i don't think he has a good fit um for the clippers but I do like Russell 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 Westbrook, <laughs> Russell Westbrook's uh, attitude and just like his uh, his mentality when it comes to like playing. Like, there's no friends. Like, yeah. I, I I enjoy that. Yeah, and I'll be honest with you. Like when uh, Kevin Durant left OKC, and he took the mantle of saying like, "Hey, I, hey this is my team now." And he worked his ass off every every game that season to try to beat these top tier teams, even though he was shorthanded. Mm-hmm. I gave him a lot of credit, and I was like, I, I like the, the determination and stuff like that. But like, to be honest, it's like we're past that now, and he's not he's not very useful if you're trying yeah. to be a contender. Like, in my opinion, he's a great player. If you want to, like, for example, if OKC right now had Russell Westbrook, and you're building a lot of young guys, and you're trying to make a future team. Russell Westbrook would be perfect for that team right now. You know, obviously you probably don't want to bring it back. There's probably some, you know, some ill will, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, so getting back on the Clippers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we ended up playing against the Dallas Mavericks, uh, which, like I, like I told you, like I'm sick and tired of Dallas Mavericks games. There's 32 team or there's 30 teams in the NBA I 32. Sorry, my mind's on the football. I was on football right now. There's 30 teams in the NBA right now. And we booked only four preseason games. And we had to play the Dallas Mavericks in one of them. And I'm just like, come on. <laughs> like, I don't, just don't play the game. Like, why? <laughs> I feel like Mark Cuban and Steve Ballmer was told like hey this is the best thing that could work and then i feel like both of them should have been like nah i'm good are you good all right cool you know let's just let's just do three this year you know we don't yeah, we don't need to sell these tickets yeah it's it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just it's just not worth it um but in that game um we saw isaiah harnstein uh, throw down a monster dunk which you know is beautiful that dunk i feel like might have solidified, uh, solidified his spot on this roster i'm telling you harnstein he I think there's potential in Hardenstein. Like I like Harry Giles showed some uh, some some ability to rebound on uh, earlier in the in, earlier in uh, one of the preseason ga- preseason game where he had like double digits, not double mm-hmm. digits. Yeah, oh, he had double digits. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, but Hardenstein just overall has one. He can protect the rim. Obviously, not as not as great as Zoo, but decent enough. And he has vision. He can pass and. I mean, I seen some highlights of his of his jumper, and it's pretty decent. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I, I'm all for signing Hardenstein as a third center. In my and I'll, and I'll be honest with you too. Like I've I've really liked Giles's play so far. He's been attacking the boards, and it's it's kind of a shame that like we went from from at one point being like, man, we need a third center, and I kind of like wish that the Clippers just brought one guy in and said, hey, this is this is our guy. But it, it has made the preseason very exciting. And I, I really think, like, Giles put himself in position to get signed by another team. But I wouldn't be surprised if next week we're like, oh, they kept Giles instead. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's, that's weird. Um, but, yeah, like, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, finals MVP. You don't become finals MVP <laughs> on accident. Uh, 
like you for example you could be finals mvp of uh of your adult rec league in, in some middle of nowhere town in like nebraska and i would be like hey you know that's something to look at though you know <laughs> if it's on the wikipedia and it said he was the finals mvp of something you know that got that means he was the best player out of whoever was playing I absolutely agree. And once he becomes the third spot of the center, I'm buying his jersey. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, uh Hardestine looked great. Is it is it me or does it feel like Luca becomes more irritating the more the Clippers play the Mavs? So two things, right? When we beat them last year, and I saw like Kawhi go up to him and stuff like that, and all of a sudden there's that weird moment he had with Paul George. I was like, of course, Luca would have a weird moment with Paul George with the jersey thing. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of had that like, all right, cool. We got that past us. You know, now we can be frustrated with other players like Joe Ingles, uh, Joe Ingles and stuff like that. Uh, but it's it's interesting because when they were in the Olympics and and Batum for France did that block on uh, Serbia. It's not Serbia. It's it's a Slo- Slovenia. Much. I just, I just ruined a fan base. Uh, uh, I was like, hell yeah, you know, I don't want to see Luca win. <laughs> and then this preseason game where he's like cussing at Terrence Mann and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. In my head, I'm like, dude, like he's such he is such an unlikable player. And people get all like, oh, he's fun to be around. He's cracking jokes. But like his smile is one of the worst I've ever seen in my life, too. <laughs> like he he would have, like if you look on his basketball stats online, uh, games where he provides a decent smile, it has got to be under 5%. It, and, and I, I that's something if I was a Mavs owner, I would have considered. Right. He is one of the best offensive players in the game right now i'm gonna say that. i'll be honest with you he is one of the best offensive basketball players he can't play on ball defense on on ball defense to save his life and he's always hiding on defensive possessions and it's even worse when you have like Prozingis also on defense who like who, <laughs> who can't who, whose knees are always pointing in different directions um but it's just frustrating to me on like the fact that like he you could clearly see the flaws in his games, but it just seems like that your your team like your team which is our team can't stop him and it's frustrating. But it's so yeah. good that we beat him twice and yes we had the preseason game and like I was which I was gonna bring up because I brought this up on Twitter is the Mavs and Clippers the best rivalry right now in basketball? Obviously I know we have the hist- historical ones right. But is the Mavs Clippers the best rivalry right now in the NBA? Currently, yes, I think so. I can't really think of any other rivalry, honestly, that gets more heated than when the Mavs play against the Clippers. There's only how much one, media coverage there are. There there's is. only one right now that I could think of, and it's Trey Young and the New York Knicks. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. <laughs> yeah. That gave birth to the best video for the New York Knicks <laughs> fans just going at it, Trey Young. Oh my goodness, I. God bless Trey Young, man. <laughs> right. uh, he, yeah, he gave us some uh, some great memes. So you don't watch wrestling, but I do. And apparently, and there was like a moment uh, when the when the WWE was in Madison Square Garden, and there's there's this wrestler named Sami Zayn who's a heel, and he brought out Trey Young at Madison Square Garden, uh, at like a, just like a, maybe a month ago. And he got so much heel heat and booze. I was like, I, I was like, I love it. 
so that's the only one I can think of is on par, but they've only had one series so far, even though it was extremely heated. Whereas the Clippers and the Mavs had, like, if we bring down the, the accolades of why this rivalry is such a big deal, is we, we have the bubble situation where, like, you know, the Clippers could barely hold it together with Doc Rivers, but we managed to get past them. Uh, then we played them this year, but we also, the Mavs have delivered the Clippers' worst loss in history as well. Yeah, and so so like there's a lot of heat there, and like I told you, I I, I say this more than I say the word Clippers on this podcast. Luca at a noon game at the Staples Center is the best basketball player of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take that to the grave. <laughs> and so I think like and and then the Kawhi dunk, uh, yeah, that, that you know the poster that he had, and it's on the back of the. Clip gang, don't bang sure. It's, it's and the my favorite part about that. I really is, want that that uh yeah. so badly. My favorite part about that is we lost that game. <laughs> 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 like, like, but and then like oh, who who's the guy who got dunked on? It's the is it oh my god, it's it's not Kleber, is it? I couldn't I couldn't tell you. I'm so- Oh my god! I feel like we're we're such a bad basketball podcast right now. <laughs> um, but he was saying that like the Clippers. It wasn't got... Boban. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Boban's probably one of the few Clippers in the league that I, I I'm like you know what I still like that guy. <laughs> I do too. I really like him. <laughs> um, but yeah, then he's like uh, Kawhi and the Clippers should got a technical foul for that, and I'm like, all right, dude. Like you don't. No one. No one. That's like. That's the equivalent of playing street ball and the same and always calling your foul, your own fouls, like when someone barely touches you. It's, it's like, yeah. dude, just like you got dunked on, just live with it and like be happy that your team won the basketball game, you know, like, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's a rivalry and I think it's probably one of the best ones right, right now in the league. Oh, it is. And like both fan bases, I think, hate each other. The only but thing it, I can think, the only thing I can think of is like, you know, there's not, it's not like, when Clipper fans are happy on Twitter or something like that, Mavs fans are like, ha, 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 you know, it's usually Laker fans. So I feel like it, for fan bases necessarily, like the Lakers and Clippers fan base is probably, probably a bit, a bit more of a rivalry just simply because we live in the same like metropolitan area. But, yeah, no, but like in terms of basketball, <laughs> the it, it is the Mavs versus the Clippers. Yeah. And, and I, really hope we avoid him in the playoffs because i just don't uh, want to see him i don't want to see it either so but uh do you think the phoenix suns and clippers have a real rivalry too or do you think they just don't like each other and they, I, they I, haven't played enough to uh solidify rivalry i think there's the seeds to that one maybe surpassing the mavs at some point because you know we had the playoff game and then remember in the bubble with that booker made that stupid shot and he was laying on his back after, and it was become one of the like the most like iconic moments of the bubble when mm-hmm. Devin Booker made that game when he shot. And so, and like, yeah, they have a very unlikable team too. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, we probably need a few more moments of yeah. in terms of, and like, I think, like, especially if Chris Paul sticks around, I think we're gonna it might surpass the Mavs eventually. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think the reason why, uh, I, I personally, uh, don't really like the Phoenix Suns, and I hope uh, the rivalry, um, you know, 
this becomes a rivalry and we actually uh, win this one <laughs> um, is because uh, one, I don't like Chris Paul and two, they were talking a lot of smack to Paul George last, uh, last season, you know, right in the beginning of the season yeah. um, because of his playoff, uh, his playoff performance uh, the year before that. And <clears throat> it was irritating. Like Devin Booker's talking smack, like he plays defense, like, this uh it's irritating um the comparisons too i'm hearing to like kobe bryant is just it's ridiculous um so like if we were power ranking rivalries right now i'd probably say mavs are one i'm not gonna and this is like excluding the lakers right i'm gonna exclude the lakers because the lakers i think is a very complicated thing so i'm gonna say power ranking right now i'd say mavs are one phoenix suns are two and then i would probably say still in my heart that the Warriors and the Clippers still have tension from the Lob City era. Because, like, keep in mind, both teams became good at the same time. Clippers beat them in the first round, and then after that first round, uh, which was the, the Donald Sterling stuff, ever, ever since then, the, the Warriors just owned the Clippers, and it was extremely frustrating for me. It was. Uh, I agree. And so I would say, like, they're they're still in consideration, but it's kind of fading away, especially with a lot of the like the Clippers coming back from the thirty points in the playoffs and stuff like that. Like, but I I do believe it's fading because a lot of people on in uh, in the organization are not the same people that were during the the peak of that rivalry. And another one, if I were to throw one out there, would be the Paul George Damian Lillard rivalry that kind of dates back to when he was on OKC yeah and and like the fact that like the Clippers were clapping when Damian Lillard missed some free throws in the bubble and it's kind of like it's a little low-key but I feel like it has like some weight where if like they ever wanted to kind of like if there was a uh, an important moment like we met they met in the playoffs or something like that that one could kind of sneak up in there and I can then, see it happening because I think uh, whenever those two play, there's a, there's always a lot of media coverage between them two. And, and I, I'd probably say the last one is like Doc Rivers versus the Clippers. <laughs> I would say that that's low key. Like it's they're in different conferences, and so you don't really see them too often. But like it's there, it, it the tension's there. Doc doesn't like the Clippers. We don't like Doc. <laughs> And My favorite Doc Rivers meme is the one where, like, they have, like, a Photoshop picture of his face and, like, a stick figure, uh, him looking at, like, a stick figure drawing of uh, his playbook, and it says, come on, guys, times three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's still one of my favorite memes, too, yeah. Um, and then it says, like, pass to Kauai. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, so, it's the, and the thing is, I feel, I kind of feel bad for Tobias Harris because I feel like he's kind of in the mix a little bit. Like, he's, he's kind of there. <laughs> Um, I like Tobias Harris, <laughs> you know, like, and then Ben Simmons has kind of like sparked it a little bit, like not too much, but like, for example, like in my opinion, if I'm with those out there, the difference between Ben Simmons and Russell Westbrook is that at least Ben Simmons doesn't shoot bad threes; <laughs> he can't make them, and he doesn't shoot them at all, though. You know, like, like the thing about Russell Westbrook is he'll shoot 15 of them and make and make maybe th- two, if I'm being generous. You know, so um, he, he tricked y'all. Um, so yeah that's kind of so far the preseason we have one more preseason game left uh it's against pat bev's uh timberwolves i don't know at this point being that it's sunday night if 
we're going to have any starters play. How do you feel so far about Marcus uh, Marcus Morris missing some time? Are you worried about it, or uh, are, you, are you kind of just like, yeah, just as long as he's good by opening day, I'm cool? Yeah, that's pretty much what I want. I just want him to be healthy. Um, okay. So, because we already know what he brings to the table, so mm-hmm. um, it's not like there's really much for him to prove. I think it's just right now we were just curious about how Eric Bledsoe is going to play with the with Reggie and right. Zoo, and, and that's been the highlight. That's been one of the highlights this uh, this pre this preseason. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, you're good. You got that you're in my lungs. Hey, man, you've had like, I, yeah. So, like, like I said, like Jesse's very tired. He he's a trooper. He got through this podcast because we want to be as consistent as we can. So we good for you guys. I pre I appreciate you, Jesse, and I hope our our listeners do. And I would like to thank our special guests. You know, like we didn't get Ralph Lawler or anybody, but we got my dog Lucy on the podcast. Uh, so, and I'll try to edit her out as best as possible. It's probably not going to happen because she keeps barking mid take. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, Trent, thanks for the thanks for the birthday wish. I appreciate it. Uh, absolutely. Like, and you know, I'm glad that you're still here. I don't know if it's going to be your work or your smoke detector that's going to take you out, but. <laughs> we, we, we're gonna we're gonna have to get these jesse these uh these jesse co-host sessions in right. as as long as we can before i have right. to find somebody else all right i ordered my battery on amazon so it should be coming in for my smoke detector so if you ordered uh, on amazon it should already be there like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the high desert everything takes like two uh, weeks <laughs> it's like another part it's like it's it's like a, it's like uh walled off and it's not even california <laughs> It's like a little Trump land. Uh, <laughs> that's what it feels like, man. It makes me feel like really uncomfortable. <laughs> Where I'm working, like the general area, like on my on my way on my way to work, I see a lot of flags and certain things, especially when the recall election was going on. And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's, I was like, all right. So it's a little, little nerve wracking, but yeah. Um, but I always enjoy uh, talking Clippers, so that's why. Uh, yeah, even though not. I I work so many hours, I yeah, so I appreciate time I appreciate your commitment. Hey man, and, I appreciate you. And if you appreciate Jesse's commitment, please subscribe to our podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast, so you can know when they come out. They're usually Sundays, but you know sometimes things happen. You know Jesse had to work today, and we almost didn't pull this off. But then he came up in the clutch. He was a game time decision. And we thought he was going to be a healthy scratch, but no, he, he's here. And if you don't appreciate it, also subscribe. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're, you're like, you know what? I could do without Jesse uh, being committed to the podcast, but you know what? I'll still subscribe. <laughs> I, 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 uh, you can find us on at LA, Clip, LA Clips Forum on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you want, and you can find me on Twitter at Brian Bear Andrew. I, you know, I don't think I need to tell you our Instagrams anymore because, to be honest, even if you request me, I probably wouldn't accept it. <laughs> so, um, where can they find you on Twitter, Jesse? Um, Jesse underscore Sandoval underscore. That's, <laughs> but, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a such a beautiful Twitter handle. Uh, it's so long, but uh, <laughs> hey, man, if you want to follow me, go ahead. <laughs> I'm not really on there a lot. I try to, but it's like. I don't know, I'm always at work, and then when I'm off, like I usually look at like Clipper News. I really hope that came up because it sounded like you said Clippers nudes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I know you said no. Oh, man, they gotta be somewhere. They gotta be somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like you're, you're like hoping Paul George did like a did those like sport those ESPN uh, shoots that like where they're like now wearing clothes. <laughs> like the the those uh, ESPN magazine uh, calendars they come yeah. out once in a while. <laughs> 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 well, that was the only clips for him. He's <laughs> a, a good looking guy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys joining us. All right, and we're out. Later, guys. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>